This is Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy, a weekly Hendricks County Icon podcast brought to you by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. Our guest today is John Milan, the Executive Director of Hope Healthcare Services in Avon and serving all of Hendricks County and beyond. Hey, John, how are you today? Great, Gus. Good to be here. <laughs> well... Tell us about Hope Healthcare Services in Avon. Tell us uh, what it is and, and, and what it does. Sure. Hope Healthcare Services, which I'll probably just refer to as Hope beyond this point, okay. is a medical dental clinic for um, anyone who lacks insurance of all kinds, health insurance. Mm-hmm. So a person that has no VA, no Medicare, no Medicaid, no private medical, no private dental. And uh, again, the distinction there is most people will say, well, I don't have dental insurance, which is true of probably most of the people in the United States. But we serve people if you have no medical and no dental. Okay. Neither. Um, is there still are there still people out there that don't have health insurance, even though it's been mandated for 10 years? Um, absolutely. Um, they're falling through the cracks. The cracks have changed a bit. Um, probably one of the biggest things that affected Hope was the fact that they expanded Medicaid in Indiana the HIP 2.0 program, when yeah. they did that, that um, got a lot of our patients at that time insurance, which we were thrilled. Um, believe it or not, right. we encourage people to have insurance. Yeah, you don't make, yeah, you, you're, you're offering services. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're so, catch, so, catching so, them falling through the cracks. So the cracks changed a bit. Um, so, yeah, but we offer a variety of services. We do have um, two staff medical providers. We have a nurse practitioner on Mondays, and we have a physician's assistant on Thursday that are on staff. So from nine to five, they are seeing patients. Um, Then we have a staff dentist on Tuesdays from nine to five. The other roles are all filled by volunteers. And Hmm. up until 2019, all of our practitioners were volunteers. Hmm. Well, the good news in that is we can gain a new service, and we've gained some new ones, which I'll talk about. Um, by a volunteer signing up, right. and we could lose a service tomorrow because a volunteer <laughs> yeah, can't, do it. Uh, can't do it anymore, exactly, for whatever reason. Right. So currently, I'll have to really even think about this, but we've got um, a urologist, two pediatricians, a chiropractor, we have a dermatologist, we have a gynecologist, um, we just had a neurologist walk through our door wanting to volunteer. Nice. It's great. And we have a physical therapist um, who is actually on staff. Our new director of clinical services is also a doctor of physical therapy. So although she has a lot of administrative duties and clinical duties to organize and run the clinic, she does see patients on a limited basis. So physical therapy as well. So tell me, uh, how do... uh how do people get in touch with Hope Health Care Services? How do they, and what do you need from them in order to uh, give them services? Yeah, the, the main way they get a hold of us is really through the phone. They okay. can find us on the web, which okay. is myhopehealth.org. Okay, myhopehealth.org. O-R-G. Okay. And the phone number, 317 272 0708. 0708. We don't take walk-ins at this time, so that's why I'm saying the best way is to contact us by phone. Um, If we don't answer, we will call you back. We're not there 24-7 like an ER, but um, we do return calls very quickly. 
and that will um, set an initial appointment. You fill out some paperwork, and we get you in. Yeah. So, uh, go. Can we go back a little history? Absolutely. Try to figure out exactly uh, how did Hope Healthcare Services get started? What was the need? Who helped? Who got it started? Yeah. I, I I know some of this, but sure. let's tell our audience. No, and that's a great question. Um, I want to say about 2003 is when the initial process started, but it goes back further than that. Um, John Caldwell, who was the senior pastor of Kingsway Christian Church for 37 years, every year would preach a vision sermon. And uh, I'm a member of that church, and so I would hear the vision sermon, which always included a Kingsway Community Care Center that was going to be a medical and legal and clothes ministry and food ministry. And again, it was this vision casting that he would do once a year. Well, at some point around 2003, a physician um, in the congregation approached the church about starting a medical clinic. And I'm not sure he ever heard the vision sermon, but the good news is he was talking to a church that did have a vision for such a, a clinic. So now you had a physician who could make it happen, at least the beginnings of it, right. and you had a large church who was already you know, vision casting that. So they began to do some work, and one of the first things they did was to see if there was a need in the community for healthcare services for the uninsured, and quickly found out that there was. And so in 20, 2004, they incorporated, and it was still a ministry of the church, and it was called Kingsway Community Care Center. From 2004, they wrote things like bylaws and did all the, um, you know, put a board together. Um, uh, that was in those little houses next to uh, Donovan's Interiors. If that's you remember. exactly it, right. It's in that's those. Exactly they were right. like these three little houses, and and Kingsway Community Care Center was in one of them. Absolutely had the, had the big sign, right? Mm -hmm. And so I mean, on thirty six, yes. right there next to Donovan Interiors. If you have any clue yeah. about that, just west and of two sixty seven. Yeah, just west of two sixty seven. I don't know. It, it must have been extremely small in that place compared to what you have now it was very small and actually the history on that was um, Sears used to sell houses and what it was it's two railroad cars sitting side by side no. with boards boarded up between really absolutely so if you go into the basement which is not not anything you can stand up in. you can see the undercarriages of some of the uh, <laughs> get out yeah. I did not know yeah. that so Sears sold that houses is fantastic though yeah. and those were home homes right yes. those were yeah how, now did Kingsway own those or did they rent uh, we rented from Pat Donovan oh okay so yep. oh, wow they um what? so it had <laughs> what, a, what a neat story it, it is neat so our waiting area was the front porch which was enclosed which was good <laughs> And uh, very homey. Um, were you in the middle one? Uh, out, of, out of those three, or were you? Well, one one wing um, <laughs> was the uh, was the dental wing where we had one dental operatory. Yeah. Um, two medical exam rooms, and then the middle was just kind of you know where you would check in, and I mean you walk right in, and it was there was a fireplace right there. Wow. Um, I actually did not have an office there. I never worked from there. I would show up from time to time. But you were a, you were the executive director That's during that. Okay. Um, I'll kind of tell you when, when I did, started. Okay. Yeah. But so that that they opened the doors in June of 2005 at that facility. So okay. from the time they incorporated in March of 2004, of course they had to, you know, find a building and equip it for medical sure. and, and um, get a dental chair in there and 
And actually, it started as a medical clinic in June, but um, one of the uh, dentists or dental professionals, Rob McDonough at the at yeah. Kingsway, um, really stepped forward and insisted it be a dental clinic as well, knowing the need. And so um, he really took the lead there. So in July, one month were after they on maxifacial? Yes, that's yeah. correct. They were a, a dental clinic as well. So yeah, they operated um, with all vol- or they ha- did have an executive director. Um, in 2004, um, and I applied for the job actually mm-hmm. in 2004. I was working at um, what was then Synergy. Um, I worked my whole career at Public Service Indiana, then PSI Energy, then Synergy, then Duke Energy. <laughs> Get out! Really, I did not know that about you. So um, John and I are friends, but did not know that about you. Didn't know you were at Synergy. I was, and so um, really, that was my whole career—26 years there. But when they when the, when the church announced this, I thought this is the greatest thing the church has ever done. Now that's my opinion. There there may be a disagreement about that. The church has done many great things. Sure. But the reason I said that it was because it was explicitly about everybody else in the community. This wasn't about Kingsway members getting discounted health care. Mm-hmm. This was explicitly about everyone else, and the church was was leading the community and and meeting this need. Um, so and there was a bigger need back then. There was a need. There uh, was a huge I don't know if it need. was bigger, but it may have been. It's certainly okay. because of the Medicaid expansion. Right. Um, I would say the numbers were higher. Exactly. This was uh, pre the Affordable Care Act. And right. That thing. So, um, but yeah. So I actually applied for the job, the exec, the original executive pre- uh, director position. I would probably say that was maybe late two thousand three. Yeah. Um, guessing, but. Um, also, this was Synergy was always rumored to merge at some point. Um, they hadn't merged with Duke at this time, and you'd hear those rumors. And, of course, they were only rumors because they couldn't announce anything because of right. SEC regulations. Sure, sure. So quite honestly, if I ever left Duke Energy, I wanted to leave with a severance package. Um, I'll admit right. that. Sure, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so um, when I originally applied for the job, I did uh, go down, do the interview, when I came home from the interview, my wife asked me, um, how'd you do? And I said, I wouldn't hire me. <laughs> and uh, the reason was is because I had one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. You know, I, I was passionate about the ministry. I thought that was great. And I was passionate about getting a severance package if I ever left Duke Energy. Right. Or, or what was And that? they Synergy. could pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I stayed at Duke Energy. And yeah. at some point, let's see, this would have been probably... February of 2006, the merger had already been announced. It was going to come out out, um, in May. It ultimately accumulated or uh, culminated. Mm -hmm. So I I put in my resignation, not knowing at the time that the executive director position was open. So they... um, they began looking for an executive director. They had parted ways with the previous director. Mm -hmm. And they put out their um, job description. It included... uh, 10 years progressive experience in nonprofits and a master's degree. Um, I had zero years in nonprofits and no master's degree. Right. So I didn't apply for the job. They had 25 qualified candidates. They were down the path to uh, make a decision. And at some point, somebody on the selection committee remembered that I had applied previously. So they called me and asked me if I was interested in the job. I had separated from Duke Energy at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I told them I didn't qualify based on their criteria. Right. They um, they told me go ahead and throw your hat in the ring. I did, and somehow they hired me. So um, I always tell people I applied for the job and I didn't get it. I didn't apply for the job and I got it, which is how you know God's in it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has a sense of humor. 
<laughs> yes, he does. But I started the first day of January, then 2007. And uh, just more history. One of the first things I realized is we needed a new facility. Um, you know, we joked about the facility, but sure. it, it really was small. The floors were uneven. Um, you know, it, it was, it, we just needed a new facility. So we began a search pretty much immediately when I started. And we found the place that we're in now, which was a former laundromat and tan that was in foreclosure. And it's a long story of how we got that, which I don't, I won't go into right now. We can back But that's up on Park that. Place in Avon? On Park Place in Avon. Yeah. And you so have we, to go back a little bit to get there, right? Yeah, we're about 100 yards off the road. Yeah. And we, um, we bought it in September of 08, and with, a, again, a lot of volunteers, um, transformed it into a medical dental clinic, and we were open by February of 09. So just January of 09 was the only time we really weren't actively seeing patients. Uh, we were still able to fulfill prescriptions and things like that and yeah. keep up on our patients. But February of 09, we've been there uh, ever since, about a 4,000-square-foot building coming from a 1,200-square-foot building. And wow. uh, three dental operatories, um, you know, four medical exam rooms, and, and lots of other good things. You're listening to Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy, a weekly Hendricks County Icon podcast. I'm Gus Piercy. Rick is on break. Uh, this is brought to you by Hendricks Power Cooperative and um, Abstract and Title. Uh, so we're talking with John Milan, the executive director of Hope Healthcare Services in Avon. Um, and it's a medical and dental facility. And I've been in there and it's amazing how you guys, I, I, I can't imagine how you switched from 1,200 feet. I, I, never, I never was inside the little one. But uh, um, so uh, what kind of services, um, we, we talked about some of the services that you offer now. Uh, how does that change from time to time, and how 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 do people come to you? And is it one of those things where you get a lot of people coming to you, and you go out and try to find that service, or or what? Um, no, another good question. We um, do a little of both, but um, some of the services, specifically on the dental side, we'll do cleanings, fillings, extractions, crowns, um, some denture work. Um, we do have uh, a relationship with an endodontist and an oral surgeon who will do some work outside the clinic for us. Um, again, the community's come around us in a powerful way, uh, which is just great to see. And um, Is that they, how you see your job as kind of the cheerleader to get the community involved? Or you what? know, I, I explain my job as, uh, I see my job as I get everyone else what they need to do their job. Okay. Because I don't see patients, you know. I'm not. You don't want me working on your teeth. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, but but we we looked at partnerships as well. Two partnerships specifically. We um, we do mental health services, but we do it with a partnership. Um, we found a group called Refining Grace, which is three different mental health counselors, and they have offices in several locations. But they were looking for a West Side location. So we rent them a room in our building, oh, okay. and we give them reduced rent, and they see our patients at a reduced rate, and we subsidize that as well. In other words, sure. Hope subsidizes the payment to them, Sure. and it's great. So there, then we have another counselor who was in our building. Um, she moved out just because of some reasons that she needed to work out of her home for a while, and so, but she lives in Park Place Edition just down the street. 
So she will also see patients of ours at a reduced rate. We help subsidize that as well. Mm -hmm. And she's a former educator. She does tutoring. Okay. So we have that as an option. So I always say they're part of our ministry, but they're not a part of our staff. Okay. Um, another place that worked out where we were able to rent space in our building um, is to the Indiana Rural Health Association. They were looking for space. They um, signed people up on the Medicaid program, and, and uh, we just got a tremendous um, person who works out of there. Now, she works one day out a week, one day a week, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, per week out of our office or out of her office that they rent. Yeah. And, um, but she really serves as a social worker. She has a tremendous social work background. And we will book appointments for people as well. If we think they qualify for insurance, she can help them navigate that. So oh, again, wow. Yeah, we, we so, encourage yeah. people to have insurance. Sure. And so, you know, uh, somebody may be, um, find out they're pregnant might come into Hope Healthcare. We don't do obstetrics. But once you're pregnant, you can get insurance pretty quickly um, through a lot of programs. That just automatically qualifies Interesting. You. So we can send them right over to Ann McCafferty at the IRHA, who's right in our building on Thursdays. And so, um, and, and again, she'll book appointments. She can book her own appointments. Again, she has her own room, room there and rents it, so we don't control what she does. However, we work very closely, and she does a great job of helping our patients navigate all kinds of issues um, beyond healthcare, but specifically healthcare as well. So those two partnerships really give us a social worker, mental health counseling, um, in addition to all the medical and dental services that we offer under our own umbrella with our own staff and volunteers. How many, how many people do you think you service in a given month? Um, I'd say... Uh, or a year no, or whatever. No, 100 to 200, a, 150 to 200 a month. 250 uh, to 200 yeah. a month? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's amazing that there's that much need. Oh, there's really a bigger there. need. And one of the big challenges, probably the biggest challenge we have right now is people don't know about us. I just came from a Carpenter 5K run that they um, put on and hope healthcare is one of the... Um, Sponsors? Well, no, we're not a sponsor. We're actually a recipient oh, of some of the funds. Sure. And um, which is fantastic. And again, another way the communities come around us, they put that on for us and other Susie's Place and another organization. Right. But um, where was I going with that? Um, is that how they rallied around you? And, and uh, sorry, hang on just a second. No, you're and fine. we were talking about uh, 150 to 200 oh, how a people month. find us. Yeah. Well, there were people there today, never heard of us you know, that had a need. So we were there with a tent as, or, a, I mean, a table as well. So that's your biggest need is getting the word out. It really is. Boy, I'm so glad I'm, I'm glad you're here then. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> this, no, absolutely. This is and, and, important. You know, we're at the fair. We're, we're, we're wherever we can be. And, and we took an ad out on, on some of the county buses, you know, the transportation buses on the backside of the uh, buses. Um, had a great, uh, a great ad uh, written by the the fantastic Gary Varvel. Oh, team. really? Yeah. Oh, wow! So uh, awesome! <laughs> it was awesome. Um, you know, we do a lot of social media ad. A lot of people do find us through Google. Our SEO, we pay for SEO optimization, uh -huh. and um, you know, so people type type in free healthcare, which. That's what they're searching for. I will make the statement that we're not free, yeah. um, but we're very low cost and we'll okay. work with anyone. But um, for example, really a medical visit, your first medical visit will be $30. Okay. After that, um, and that's because we do have staff that are, you're generally your in, intake is through right. one of our staff providers. Right. Well, we're paying them. Um, however, your second visit, which could be with a 
specialist, right. a urologist, a dermatologist, a gynecologist, is $10. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. So, you know, <laughs> it's very low cost. The other thing we've done is we've partnered with um, places for imaging, you know, radiology, um, mm -hmm. pap smears, lab So you're getting that stuff work. low cost? We're getting that at probably 10% um, of the market price wow. for our patients. So That's those great. vendors want to help as well. Um, we told them, you know, just cover your costs. Yeah, you know, you exactly. don't lose money by seeing our patients, sure. but cover your costs. And so um, that's is, been tremendous. Do you need more resources? I mean, can you use more resources? I mean, everybody can. Sure. But, but uh, as far as the need is concerned. Sure. I mean, and, and you even said, you know, do you find the need and then reach out? We did that recently. Um, we had a dietitian who left us. Um, volunteers don't generally leave stomping their feet saying, I hate Hope Healthcare. Right. They, she moved to Florida. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we All lost right. her. We'll okay. give her a break. That's right. But So we immediately did look for a dietitian because many of the um, healthcare problems could be solved by, you know, a lifestyle change. Sure. So we certainly encourage that and, you know, work with the smoke quit lines and things like that. But... Um, we did reach out and found a dietitian here recently. So we have a dietitian and a pharmacist that will work together to, um, you know, encourage and put a plan together for someone to make lifestyle changes that maybe they can, you know, not be an insulin dependent diabetic. Right. Um, so being proactive on the health and wellness side, as well as, um, you know, just treating the sick. Absolutely. You're listening to Hendricks County Conversations, brought to you by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. John Milan, the Executive Director of Hope Healthcare Services, a low-cost healthcare clinic in Hendricks County. Do you, do you have to be in Hendricks County to, to get services? Great question, and no. The vast majority of our patients come from Hendricks County, but there are no geographic limitations. And... Uh, then uh, I had another great question to follow up. How did COVID oh, affect you? Good question. You? you know, one of the things is we had four emergency room doctors volunteering, and they all quit. <laughs> oh, well, they were busy. <laughs> they were busy. Yeah. Um, we're hoping they come back. But again, completely understandable. The other thing was most of our administrative volunteers were retirees um, in the most susceptible so, yeah. cohort right. for, you know, very severe COVID right. uh, um, problem. So they all left us. The, of course, you don't see that coming, that they're all going to leave at the same time. Well, these are fantastic volunteers. <laughs> you don't see COVID coming, yes, period, right? right? I mean, <laughs> and, and they really took ownership of their role. So they were unpaid staff. I mean, just the way to put it. Yeah. And so we did a, a number of things. Um, first of all, we're better for it now. Um, we instituted telehealth very quickly. Um, oh, great. So, so we have that as an option now. So that's not the answer for everything. Sometimes doctors do need to put a hand on you and um, see you face to face. Mm -hmm. But it is an option for follow-ups. It is an option for, you know, uh, people with transportation problems that, that may be, you know, a good distance away. So that's a new tool in the toolbox that we have that we didn't have before. We used it, of course, a lot more during COVID, um, but, but less so now, but it's still there um, as, as a good tool. And it um, could be coming back. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> and we've even we even put a blood pressure machine on wheels, and we were doing car side visits for oh, people wow. that might have um, symptoms, and we didn't want them in the building. We put a video doorbell out front and locked our front door for a while. Um, they were still welcome, but but we didn't have a waiting area. They right. waited in the car. They presented at the video. 
um, doorbell. Yeah. We would let everybody them in. did that. Yeah. yeah, we would check their temperature. We would you know ask right. them the questions, then put them in the exam room. You know, take care of them. So yeah, the exam room has, or I mean, the waiting area has since opened up. Yeah, but yeah, we did all those things. And of course we had uh, air filtration systems that we purchased, especially on the dental side. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Got, Cause your mouth is open. Yeah. Well, and you've got airborne particulates and things yeah, like that. Right. Um, you know, N95 gowns and 95 masks, masks for everyone. Um, did you ever do testing and, uh, vaccinations? We, we never did. Um, that's another area that, um, because so many others did it, we didn't feel like we should take resources and duplicate the services that were already out there. Yeah. So we would refer to the places that were readily available in the community for free. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. all that stuff was for yeah. free. So yeah. we didn't. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, I mean, you, you, you got your lane. Hey, that's exactly <laughs> right. And, and we, that's a great point. And we try to stay there. I mean, even with the mental health services, like I said, we rather than bring someone on staff you know, we didn't know how busy we would keep them, all those kind of things. It's great to partner with others and let them do what they do and, and let us do what we do in an excellent manner. Right. And work together and find those gaps and fill them. And that's been our story so far. Now, uh, let's get that phone number out. 317-272-0708. That's correct. I'm going to put that in there. And then it, the, the, the website is My Hope Healthcare. My Hope Health. Oh, My Hope Health. Okay. Dot O-R-G. Ah, okay. You still affiliated with the church? The church has been a tremendous partner. They're still a, a strong financial partner. Uh, they're just a great partner. Yeah. Um, we are not a ministry of the church. We're separate 501c3. Okay. Um, separate board, separate funding. In fact, we changed the name from Kingsway Community Care Center to Hope Healthcare Services in 2015. And the reason was... There was just so much confusion in the community. We had patients who would show up at the church, and we've already talked about the location was never at the church. Right. We had new volunteers that would show up at the church. And yeah. why wouldn't they? Right. I mean, I would assume that if it was called Kingsway, and I sure. wasn't a member there, um, we had, um, oh, people assumed that Kingsway paid all of the bills, that, that it was a wholly owned you know, ministry of the church and mm -hmm. that there was no outside fundraising needed. Mm -hmm. um, they assumed, even people assumed to be a volunteer, you needed to be a Kingsway member. To be a board member, you needed to be a Kingsway member. To be, some even assumed to be a patient, you needed to be a Kingsway member. Oh, um, yeah. And really the dividing line came when medical records were sent to the church. Oh, That's yeah. a no-no. Um, so we really felt like there needed to be a separation so I, I wouldn't have to be out telling that story over and over again. Although right. you're always a separate organization with that name of a prominent church in the area, it just yeah, created confusion. Where, yeah, everybody knew where Kingsway is. Exactly. Right. Um, and a credit to them. Yeah, I mean... them I, for starting it. So we're, we're still very closely, you know, affiliated. Not affiliated, but I guess partnering with the church. Sure. And, and other churches as well, which was what we were doing. It's just under the Kingsway name that either became a barrier or a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then, we changed it to Hope Healthcare. I brought a bunch of marketing and branding professionals who all volunteered their time and, and some folks that put our logo together and did all that. And we had it about down to 12 names or so, and I don't even think Hope was on the list. Oh, yeah. And finally, we thought, you know, we ought to ask the patients. And I think we stuck Hope on the list and asked the patients, and they wow. said, you know, you're Hope to us. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, if that's what we are, that's what we should be called. Absolutely. That's and then, a great and even story. The, even the second word, healthcare, service, and then services. You know, we were medical and dental, 
but we didn't want to just put that name on there because and, and glad we didn't because now we do have you know some some uh, mental health services yeah um, in fact we're looking at bringing back telepsychiatry oh wow uh, we're in contact with a vendor right now um, which is great uh, I think that will work out we had a, a telepsychiatry service for a while and uh, again we're in transition there but bringing that back um, no word yet on, yeah. on final but that's looking good and so yeah there was um, uh, oh, so healthcare services is is very um, a, a nice umbrella that a lot of things right. could fit underneath. So right. It, that didn't tie us down, so we wouldn't have to change the name again. Exactly. <laughs> and then right. even community care center center indicated that it was maybe a single location, mm-hmm. you know, or the word clinic. So we went with services because. Who you knows? could put them out. We may have another yeah. location at some point. Right. So, and now you got the telehealth or, the, you know, yeah. tele stuff, yeah, right? Absolutely. And so that's good too. Yeah. And and people can call you at 317-272-0708. That's correct. Uh, and that's probably the best way to get a hold of you. That right? is absolutely and, the best way to get a hold of us. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Are there other um, low-cost healthcare services, organizations, or... There are, are, are there are several are there around other? the state. Um, uh, a lot of them are federally qualified health centers. I just wonder um, how unique Hope was. Pretty unique. Um, actually, we're part of an organization called the Christian Community Health Fellowship out of Memphis, Tennessee, which they have a staff of maybe five or six people, but they look across hundreds of organizations like ours and just provide us a, um, a way to contact those other clinics. So they have a once-a-year conference, and then if I have a question or a dilemma, I can, you know, call there, or email there, and they will know a similar clinic, maybe in, a, in another state that's had a similar problem. And that connects me network-wise to folks who can help us in maybe our unique situation. Wow. Um, so we are that's networked. That's unique. Yeah, it is. So there's literally hundreds of them around the United States. Um, not all of them, Christian Community Fellowship Health Association sure. Clinics. Um, there's a National Association of Free Clinics, which we also joined, um, hmm. and just recently. So yeah, there are several in in Central Indiana. There's maybe five or six. Okay. Um, so it's not that common. No, not at all. We're the, certainly the only one in Hendricks County, and dental is maybe a little even more rare. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Dentistry huh. is expensive. If you wonder why it's expensive going to the dentistry a dentist, it's yeah. because they need lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they do need lots of stuff, yeah. and their stuff is changing. Their you know? stuff is That's, changing. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're upgrading. Okay, so uh, you are a 501c3? That's correct. And I assume you accept donations. Do you guys have a, a fundraiser? We do on September the 25th. Um, so right about a month from now, we're going to have a fundraiser at the Hendricks County Fairgrounds. It's called Stories of Hope. And our theme this year is Laughter is the Best Medicine. So we've hired professional comedian John Branion, who I've heard before, great comedian. You know, after all we've been through these last 18 months, and I say all we, I'm talking the collective we of all of us, right. you know, across the world. Across the world. We need to laugh. Yeah. Um, we could laugh or cry. We're going to choose to laugh. Yeah. And, uh, and there is actually science behind the health healthy benefits of laughter well and i think happiness is important too i mean your attitude is huge and i can imagine there's been an awful lot of problems because it has been a very dark 
18 months. No question. You know, so, yeah. We're going to choose yeah. to light that try, candle didn't in the try, darkness. Didn't you try stand-up comedy for a while? Are you still doing it? I am not doing it, but... Uh, well, what? How did it, how did it go? It, you know, it was great. I always wanted to do it. Um, I, I've always been afraid of failing. It was great. Um, and I say I don't do it, but I... Um, it's it's by it's by request, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> fantastic. I uh, I, um, I don't pursue it. it. It it has to pursue me. But no, a lot of fun. I Great. really enjoyed it. Um, and it is you know the two words are you either kill or you die, and it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it can be death. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. You probably shouldn't put that on the health services. No, no, no. Uh, that, yeah, that yeah, those are not good things. Yep. John, thanks so much for your time. You're listening to uh, John Milan, the executive director of Hope Healthcare Services. They're in Avon, and you can, but you should call them at three one seven two seven to 0708 open mic is there anything that we didn't talk about that we should have not that i can think of okay. i just really appreciate this as i said getting the word out is number one right now well. if if, if the, i will say this people that don't have insurance don't think about coming in when they're not sick you right. know we can be their medical home you don't maybe know what your blood pressure is if you haven't had it checked. You don't know what your A1C blood sugar level is right now. So people that delay and wait for those symptoms to come up um, do end up at the ER. And we're not an ER, but um, yeah. I would encourage you to come in and, and just get a checkup, $30, you know, run some labs, $5. Yeah. And very inexpensively find out what's going on. And um, prevention way, is absolutely. And, and again, you don't think of prevention because you're afraid of right. that bill. Well, you feel good, right? Yeah, or you right. don't, you're not hurting. That's exactly right. And diabetes is one of those things where you can feel good. That's and, right. And, or you, you don't recognize the fact because it's such a slow come on, right? Absolutely. You're sluggish and uh, you wouldn't know any about this because you're a runner, but um, you know, sometimes it's important to know how good you're going to feel later. Absolutely. <laughs> no. you get some help. So I would say not only, you know, if you're uninsured, don't wait till you're sick to come to us. And I know that sounds funny because we're a medical dental clinic, but that's really um, a change in, in thought process that we're trying to instill as well. Um, and then regular checkups. And, and again, that we'll do that for so low of cost. Um, you know, you'll, you'll, It'll pay great dividends. I, I read an interesting article about the um, that dental is sort of a forebearer, a sort of a forecasting of what your health is going to be like. So if you start to get a lot of cavities, uh, you know, inside your mouth, it can sort of see what's coming you know, for the rest of your body. I don't know how true it is. No, but. it can be a leading or lagging indicator of, of other health. And we've had patients that have come to us, they really needed their dental work before some surgeries are allowed to be done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and so, yeah. you know, which we don't do surgeries, but again, we can prep you and, and have you ready for, um, you know, more important, or not important, but more severe um, uh, in, in a you know integrations yes and and not to mention the fact that if you don't have uh medical insurance you know you may not be aware of all the programs out there that can help you and you've got that very true give us a call yep very true 317-272-0708 my hope healthcare services john thank you so much for your time uh Hendricks County Icon Podcast, Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy, brought to you by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. John, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Love you, Gus.